Welcome. You're listening to the You're Crazy Professor, But It Might Just Work Amazing Podcast. Episode 15 Online Animal Cruelty. What constitutes animal cruelty can vary from culture to culture, of course. But a general rule of thumb is that people usually know animal cruelty when they see it. Whatever official statistics may say about animal cruelty and neglect that has been reported, investigated and prosecuted, nobody disagrees that these figures will always be the tip of the iceberg. Animal abuse can occur in urban areas as much as it does in rural areas. It can range from animals and pets being starved or beaten, through to animals being kept in poor conditions, or animals being forced to work or perform or to fight against other animals. We seem to be entering a period where more and more animal cruelty is being witnessed, not just in the real world, but more increasingly in online actions. There seems to have been a recent development in online animal cruelty where various influencers and a broader cohort of ordinary social media users seem to be willing to engage in animal cruelty and then post up footage of their animals and pets receiving what could most charitably be described by some as tough love or deliberate mistreatment by others. Recent cases of some online abuse videos has involved YouTube users who've bitten their own dogs, administered drugs to other domestic pets and then captured the consequences on camera for what seems to be for no other reasons than for amusement and for receiving likes. Other cases have involved so-called influencers body slamming a dog, hitting a dog, spitting on dogs. Further cases that have received recent notoriety involved a teenage girl in Texas using Instagram Live to show what happened when she put her dog into a tumble dryer. Even the clothing brand Boohoo Man uploaded a video of builders kicking a rat around on a construction site. The internet is also awash with videos where one animal is pitted against another or placed in an unusual situation with a natural predator to video the fear that it suffers. This is almost like a modern digital version of cockfighting or dogfighting. Traditionally, those who intentionally abuse animals has been from two distinct camps. Predominantly, it has been males under 30 years of age, with a slightly smaller but not insignificant group of females over 60 years of age who show greater hoarding behaviours which tend to result in animal cruelty or neglect. We're fairly confident that animal cruelty is strongly associated with other crimes, and particularly violent crimes. Research often typically finds anything between 70 to 80% of those who exhibit violent behaviours also abuse domestic pets. Although the notion of the holy trinity of psychopathic behaviour, fire starting, bedwetting beyond 11 years and animal cruelty, the so-called McDonald triad, is now no longer really in favour of experts. It cannot be ignored entirely. Rather than using such problematic behaviours as a diagnostic tool to predict future violent behaviour, the exhibiting of one, let alone two of these cardinal behaviours, is a clear sign that the perpetrator may have been traumatised and has been a victim of something they themselves had no control over. 
Such animal cruelty is still viewed by psychologists as severe warning signs of psychological problems, especially if they are repeated more than once. People who abuse their partners or torture their children often begin by taking their frustrations out on family pets first. For the angry and powerless who feel they can no longer take out their frustrations on those who are traditionally fair game, such as minority groups, gay people or women, animals may represent the last life forms they feel they can pick on, something that they, the unempowered, may feel they at least have some dominion over. Like many bad decisions made by people that involve the internet, it again seems that the technology is working faster than the thinking processes of many of the individuals who are doing this. Could it be that the new wave of online animal abuse videos is also suggestive of associated violence in their owners and posters? Many of those online abusers, once called out about their cruel acts towards animals, have been quick to show contrition and explain that they were under stress or strain at the time of the abuse. This seems to be becoming a common route to an internet career. The stress-borne outrageous behaviour followed swiftly by online regret and a period of rehabilitation. I'm sure this willingness to publicly abuse animals is reflective of the growing level of intolerance and violence, both verbal and physical, that often goes unchallenged in the UK at present. There's a coarsening of the public. Could this increased cruelty be the end product of the austerity measures and a by-product of the viciousness of the Brexit debate? I certainly think that many in society are forgetting how to be kind and compassionate, and this is being replaced by the instant reward of notoriety and internet likes for uploading cruel videos. Cruelty for lols, so to speak. The short videos of animal cruelty are so easily shared with others with just a couple of clicks. The problem is partially in the technology. Seeing and sharing the videos is done so quickly that people do so without thinking about whether they should, or what the consequences may be. There is an element of reward satisfaction that is very similar to playing games or video games. Posting and sharing a video amongst peers and followers before anybody else does so gives the sharer some of the kudos. They're the first to the joke, the finder of the lols. They're the quickest to the punch. It's kudos and status all online. Interestingly, in most of the cases of animal abuse posted on social media by so-called influencers that I have seen, the animals receiving the rough treatment are in the majority of cases male. This may obviously be a biased sample of the videos that I have been made aware of, but I can't help but wonder if the male sex of the animal may make it more likely to be a victim of such angry young influencers in this present time. Are male animals acceptable victims because of their unfortunate association with human male counterparts? Once the victim starts to serve a purpose, it stops being an animal and becomes an object. I'm sure that both emotional immaturity and an absence of many wider social responsibilities in life are key elements that allow sharers or posters of the material to do what they do without hesitation or reflection. A lack of empathy for others and for their suffering is often seen as one of the cardinal symptoms of psychopathic personality. On a related note... I've often wondered, and I still continue to do so, what the effect has been of all the so-called you've-been-framed clip shows upon the general public's empathy. 
Two decades of primetime TV, with clips showing people falling over fences into water, shredding their shins while crossing a stream, or face-planting their teeth on a dance floor at a wedding. Has a diet of this acceptable suffering in others, that I think we can perhaps trace back to jackass culture in the 1990s, made us desensitised to suffering in others? Has this desensitization to suffering in others reached the point that such clips, whether animal or human, are merely currency and sources of amusement at the expense of caring about the well-being of other living things? Amusing ourselves to death, it would seem. You've been listening to the you're a crazy professor, but it might just work. Amazing podcast. I hope it's been useful. I hope it's been helpful. <laughs> <laughs>